Good morning and welcome Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group and our toll-free number 800-951-0592. And how you doing? I'm back. Yes, it's the 10th day of January. Uh, took a few days off, uh, spent some time uh, with the family before our oldest son's already returned uh, to Chicago as he wraps up uh, his finance degree. And, and I know a lot of you reaching out to him uh, to make sure you've got your money protected. Uh, the Dow getting hammered. Uh, get ready. That's going to be the theme uh, for 2022 and beyond. Uh, make sure you've got your financial house in order. we got a great show lined up for you. Uh, all kinds of stuff to get to. I mean, uh, how about, how about, in, speaking of Illinois, uh, the teachers refusing to go to work and, and all the kids left at home. I mean, the world has gone completely crazy. I noticed while I was on vacation, it, I don't know why, but any time I seemingly turn on the internet, which I tried not to do, there was something about Britney Spears taking her clothes off again. I, I don't get it. Britney, put your clothes back on. I know that you're free now, but enough already. Uh, but, but I will say this. It was outdone. And, and, uh, I'm joined with my partner. I'm joined with Jason, my buddy in Colorado. I know Jason was, uh, fighting a little, uh, uh, illness himself last week. Uh, he's feeling much better today. Uh, but, but Jason, you know, we're getting ready for round two of our Pure Blood Series coins. And I, I was like, you know what, maybe, maybe that's not the best thing to do because apparently there was a, uh, this influencer, and for those of you that don't know, these are people that, uh, have no special quality at all, but they, uh, it, well, it, one of two things. They either take their clothes off for money or they, they do, uh, I don't know, skits or how-to things and they get a lot of people to follow them, you know, on, on the social media stuff. Uh, but apparently there was a, a lady out there who is claiming that she was making $50,000 a week selling her farts. Jason. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I saw this. The only uh, reason why I saw it is because it came with uh, Brittany taking her clothes off. Uh, this was the other one. I, and, and I'm just like, what the heck is going on? And I'm thinking, you know what? I don't know. Uh, but maybe, maybe, you know, Jason, you could get a little flashlights going and, and you can jar it and we'll just start selling your farts and, 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 oh, and wow. you know, 50000 a week, brother. That sounds like a really hard job, actually. I don't know if I can uh, keep up with the demand. <laughs> well, apparently, uh, the demand was a little too great for this lady. Uh, she got rushed to the hospital. Uh, see, I told you. <laughs> yes, with chest pains. And the, the doctor was like, hey, uh, stop oh, no. with the beans and the eggs. I, I'm just saying, here's what was crazy, though, in, in this whole thing. Oh, no. She was she now the, I again I'm going to say allegedly I don't know but this this person said she was selling 50 jars of farts a week and she was making 50 grand that's a thousand dollars a jar Oh man And I'm like wait a minute we were selling our the, the our pure blood coins for like $75 <laughs> I mean 
<laughs> Obviously, we've had, we've got the wrong business model. She just she may have a very certain type of clientele that we're not privy to. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? You're probably right. You're probably right. There's there's probably some Britney related things going along uh, with those. But I, yeah, I just uh, wow, wow, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I didn't see Britney naked, and I didn't hear about it either. So I don't want to. I mean, but I'm just saying it. it it's just, and I only brought it up because there's. How did I see that? That's how I saw this other thing, and, and I'm just like, what the heck? You know, and of course, I, I, for those of you that don't know Britney Spears, she got freed from her conservatorship, and, and all she's done is take her clothes off ever since. Uh, maybe it's time to go back in. I don't know. But uh, anyway, a uh, little little lightness, lightheartedness here, but uh, Jason, we'll have more details on our uh, Pure Blood Coins Coming up here, give give us another week or so. Jason's working on a few things, uh, and we'll get that going. Speaking of expensive, this is kind of like a new trend now, uh, where every day I tell you the latest products to hit new all-time record highs, edible oil prices. And th- this is uh, referred to as palm oil. And if you buy any packaged products, there's palm oil in it. I mean, it's in just about everything out there. Uh, it hit a new all-time record high, uh, surged nearly 6% on Friday, uh, the single largest gain, one-day gain ever. Uh, and, uh, you know, you commonly refer to North American canola oil, uh, for those that, that, that you know, need uh, uh, a little more idea of what palm oil is. Uh, but palm oil now is almost four times higher than what it was uh, going back five years ago. So four times, that's like a 400% uh, percent increase uh, there. But guess what? Something else that's even worse than that, lithium. Uh, you know, everyone's going electric, right? Everybody, you know, the, the Biden administration, and again, I've said it over and over and over again, even the car manufacturers know it's not possible, but you're going to make us do it. So this is what happens. Uh, the cost of lithium carbonate was about $8,000 uh, in 2021 per ton. $47,000 a ton if you want to get your electric battery. Patriot Radio News Hour. Don't touch that dial. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. I'm sorry, Cotty. knows more about the fourth thing. Apparently, it was five hundred dollars a jar. And and Connie, because I asked Connie, because I, I just did. Did she charge more? Like if the if it was a smelly one, did that cost more? Or if it was silent? Or, or but apparently, uh, it was five hundred dollars a jar, no matter what type. So I, I just wanted to throw that out there. And, and then how about this lithium carbonate? 600 times more expensive. Now, here's why I bring it up. Uh, and by the way, I don't know if you know, uh, Elon Musk raised all the prices of the Teslas. Uh, then the, over the weekend, uh, the self-driving function, uh, he rose that 20%. was 10 grand for that. Now it's 12. Uh, get ready. Here's what's crazy. According to Bloomberg, 
the global electric car sales globally. Okay, so here in the U.S., we sell you know 17 million, 18 million new cars a year. Probably going to be down because of the chips, but that was that was just total U.S. sales, just U.S. We know China buys more than we do. So, you know, China, I don't know where they're at, 20, maybe 25 million vehicles, okay? So let me give you an idea of how ridiculous they're being. In 2020, when the cost of a ton of lithium carbonate ran about, you know, $8,000 for one ton, they sold... 3 million car, electric cars globally in 2020. Then now the price, fast forward to 2021, the price is now 47000 a ton. They only sold 5.6 million electric cars in the world. Think about Here, just in the United States alone, we would need to sell almost four times, produce four times that much just to produce all electric vehicles, which is what the Biden administration wants us to do uh, by 2030. By that time, a a ton of lithium carbonate, Jason, should be about, I don't know, a million dollars a ton. The electric car will probably cost a couple hundred grand at this rate. You know, the lithium uh, supply and the copper supply doesn't seem to be abundant enough to support this uh, electric car only <clears throat> agenda that they're having, Joe. I don't know how they're going to do it because uh, there's not enough copper and there's not enough lithium, I think, to do what they're so, so-called planning. Is, is it a fake plan? That's, that's the whole thing. What are they, is, is they really want to go all electric? What, what is really going on? Because well, I don't I, think they again, can do it. I, I remember uh, the head of Toyota reaching out to the Biden administration trying to say, listen, don't. You're kidding, right? I, I get it. You want to go out on TV, right, and make a, the, 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 the big presser and, and the, the headlines and, and make AOC happy and all that stuff. But you don't really mean it, do you? Because once we do this, there's no going back. And oh, by the way, there's no way... We're all going to be able to make all of these electric cars. It's just not possible. There's not enough products out there to do it. Uh, this is an a- absolute disaster. And, and I'm just thinking about, listen, they went from 3.1 million to 5.6. So that's another 2.5 million cars. How are they going to handle it when they need 50 million electric cars? instead of 5 million electric cars. It really doesn't add up. I don't know if any of you saw this, but General Motors is announcing uh, two new models that are coming for 2023. The Chevy Silverado EV. So the Chevy Silverado truck that's going to be all electric coming in the spring of 2023, fully loaded. You know, you, you, you want to get you want to get the package, right? You know, you got to get all the bells, all the whistles. One hundred and five thousand dollars 
for a fully loaded electric Chevy Silverado. Uh, and I'm just thinking, man, my wife and I, our first house that we ever bought was $135,000. And now, uh, fast forward like 20 years later, uh, we're going to be able to buy an electric Silverado for about the same price, Jason. Well, one, one way I look at it, Joe, is uh, if what we're getting ready to happen, what's getting ready to happen worldwide economically uh, looks as bad as it looks, uh, they may have us in a society where they don't need as many cars. People may not be owning cars anymore. Maybe that's maybe their production going up is, is in route with the amount of people owning cars going down in the future. That's Maybe that's their plan, Joe. Well, you know, it's funny you bring that up because, you know, we're sitting here – uh, and, and we're in this time frame where home ownership uh, is is becoming next to impossible uh, for the vast majority of, uh, of of Americans out there. A matter of fact, uh, there was a big article uh, over the weekend about uh, the investors essentially taking over uh, the housing market. Uh, completely and squeezing out normal buyers. Uh, and, and I'm sitting there and I'm looking and they're talking about investment buying surging in cities like Atlanta, Jacksonville, Phoenix, Charlotte, Las Vegas, you know, all the, all the, uh, you know, the big growth areas, uh, where investors are out there buying up all of these homes. And of course, by investors, we're talking, uh, Wall Street, because let's face it, you can't afford it. And and to your point, are we headed the same uh, down the same path uh, when it comes to cars? I mean, uh, we look at used car prices and new car prices absolutely skyrocketing, and now the the initiative is electric, electric, electric. And it's and it's just like you know what we see in like California and Texas uh, with all of that renewable energy and rolling blackouts and all these other things. Uh, I think the car market's headed the same way. I know uh, right now we we don't have enough chips. I mean, really? Did did all of a sudden? And this is the part that baffles me. It's not like we we woke up. And all of a sudden, new car sales jumped 30, 40, 50%. Because, you know, if that had happened, you could say, okay, well, yeah, of course, yeah, we got a shortage. I mean, all you know, uh, we were selling 17 million new cars in the United States. Now we're selling 25 million. That would add up. But the, the realities are, we're actually going to sell less new cars this year because of the chip shortage. And, 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 and I'm assuming the electric vehicles require even more uh, of these chips. And we're seeing all of these prices skyrocket. They said auto production in Mexico is the lowest it's been since 2014. And I can tell you right now, think about how dramatic that is. Because almost every single car manufacturer has closed plants here and opened plants in Mexico uh, since 2014, just to give you an idea uh, of how big the shortage is, which just means prices are what? Prices are, 
going to keep skyrocketing. And now, uh, all of a sudden, all of the other products that you need to get these electric cars, they're up 600%, a 1,000%, 500%. I don't know. Maybe, maybe what we're looking at is, is something here in the next three to five years where the base car is a hundred grand. And if you want all the bells and whistles, it's 200 grand. I mean, it sure seems like that's where we're headed, Jason. Yeah, Joe. I mean, it seems like society's been building towards a, uh, you know, hey, uh, you build the Walmart, you build all the apartment buildings around it, and uh, when everything crashes and burns, you won't be able to afford your house and your car, but you'll be able to walk to the Walmart from this apartment building here, and you won't need a car. Won't need a house. Yeah, and it, it's it, it, it's getting creepier and creepier. Uh, you know, what? after this segment here, we're going to shift gears a little bit, and we'll start talking about Wall Street. Uh, Wall Street getting hammered again today. Yep. Uh, the uh, I, I, If the central bank's going to really follow through on what they said, uh, the, the Wall Street's in for a really rude awakening, uh, and we'll get to that. But first, I wanted to point this out, that we were successful in preventing uh, the IRS from tracking any purchase over $600. Uh, I, I know a lot of you remember that was one of the things that Janet Yellen wanted to do with the Biden administration. Anytime you spent more than $600 anywhere, they wanted a just a, a little just a little electronic file to go to the IRS. You know, just a little flag. No big deal. Right? We're just tracking it, but we're not gonna do anything with it until, you know, it's time for your audit. Uh and, and there was a lot of pushback and all of a sudden that kind of died down and they, they decided uh, right now, anything over ten thousand, uh, but apparently they got some of it through without people noticing. Third-party payment processors, Venmo, PayPal, Apple Pay, Cash App—you know these uh, the things that the kids use a lot of. Uh, now, according to the latest here. Uh, that it's required to report a user's business transaction to the IRS if they exceed $600, not for a purchase, for the year. So think about this. If you Venmo, I don't know, uh, you went to the McDonald's drive-thru and you Venmoed them $12. Right, and then you you bought a Starbucks, and you Venmo them eight bucks, and then uh, uh, your your buddy uh, decided to to hey, I'll pick up the tab, uh, just Venmo Venmo me your your share of the bill, and so on and so forth. Let's face it, six hundred dollars is nothing, and now according to Fox Business. All of these electronic app pay systems like Venmo and Apple Pay, PayPal, anybody that exceeds $600 for the year apparently uh, is going to uh, get reported to the IRS in a Form 
99K, by the way, in case you wanted to know. Uh, pretty interesting uh, when you think about it, Jason. Uh, one way or the another, they're going to track everything we do. Right, and I remember reading that thing, and it said that it was going to go into effect uh, December 31st of 2022, which that gives you a nice little uh, room for the uh, the markets to start crashing this year. And it, it, you re- when I read into it, Joe, it said that any accounts holding a balance of 600 or more, they would be a, a, a an info dump at the end of the year to the IRS for everything done in that account for the entire year. That's that's what I read into it. Yeah, and it sure seems like with you know, like I said, six hundred dollars. And I want to bring this up because uh, my my oldest son uh, Venmo is the 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 vehicle of choice for his age group, and they they Venmo each other all the time. And and six hundred it's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous amount. Uh, especially when you think about, uh, you know, so my wife and I, we went to the grocery store yesterday. Bought no alcohol. We bought some chicken, but that was really about it. And then other stuff, it was 200 bucks. Just one trip to the grocery store. I mean, $600, absolutely ridiculous. Let the spying begin. We'll be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, Joe Jacobin, Jason Walker here this morning. As uh, we're, we're sitting here and we're talking about, you know, what, what's coming up next. Uh, we, we with especially when in regards to Wall Street, uh, a lot of people. Let's face it, the vast majority uh, of of people's wealth are in two places: either their home. Or, or the stock market. And the stock market, uh, again, a new bubble. We've been wondering, when is this bubble going to unravel? Uh, and it, at least for right now, it looks like a lot sooner uh, than most people thought. Uh, Jay Powell, the Federal Reserve, they had the Fed minutes released while I was gone uh, on vacation. And they talked about we're going to have to raise rates, which everybody knows. Listen, the Fed, inflation is so far out of the barn. And again, I don't understand why the people on your idiot box are not screaming from the rooftops about what's coming. And again, uh, I hope you got the right financial guy. I know uh, my son and I were talking about it because we were actually on vacation and his phone just starts blowing up, and, and of course, uh, they've all they're already getting ready. Interest rates today, uh, and think about this: uh, the ten-year note is at one point eight percent. Now, they told us that it was okay that all these stocks, and I don't care, pick the metrics. PE ratios, or, or uh, you know, the even go back to like the tech bubble, and uh, no matter what metrics you wanted to use, stocks have never been this overvalued, and we've seen the stock market crash. You know, we saw it in '87, we saw it in the tech bubble, we saw it in the financial crisis, but this is something. We have never seen before. This is bigger than all of those. 
And now the central bank is saying, not only do we have to raise rates, they started talking about their balance sheet and, and citing the need for them to start getting rid of all of these bonds that are on their balance sheet. One of the things that they never talk about, just so you know, as rates go up, all the bonds that the Federal Reserve holds actually lose value. Uh, and if they go up enough, they actually lose money. And I think this is a situation most people don't understand that, Jason. But this thing is going to get so much worse. You know, Goldman Sachs came out today. Oh, no, the Fed's going to hike rates four times this year. Acting like that's a lot. If they hiked rates four times, but each rate hike was 2 or 3%, and not the quarter of a point that Goldman was talking about, then maybe they would actually be trying to fight inflation. Jason, these guys are clueless, and, and I think this is why we're seeing, you know, today, like the Dow's down another 500 points today. The NASDAQ, which has been getting absolutely crushed here, uh, down another 300 points today. Uh, it, all because you got to remember, part of their justification for the reason why it was okay for all these stocks to be overvalued was because interest rates were zero. And now that they're not going to be zero, what are we looking at? Just to go back to, and, and, and forget about the first you know couple hundred years of Wall Street. Just to go back to the average P.E. ratios of the last 20 years which, by the way, are way, way above the norm for the, you know, first couple hundred years of stocks, you know, uh, way above that. Just to go back to there, we're looking at a, a stock market at about half of where it sits today, Jason, and I don't think most people are prepared for that at all. Right, Joe, and the uh, the Buffett indicators uh, before this sell off started last week uh, was it was at, I think two hundred eighteen percent. So it's uh, you know, even by their own and all these, but the Buffett in, the Buffett indicator, another one of these metrics. Case Schiller's got a metric. Listen, there's like one hundred metrics, and all of them are at all time record highs. And, and, again, I don't think people really understand what's about to happen because I want to tell you right now, if you think raising interest rates from zero to 1% is going to fix the inflation problem, you've lost your mind. Joe, I got this guy I was watching, E.B. Tucker. You probably I don't know if you know this guy, but uh, he was saying that uh, all the announcements by the Fed to start selling their balance sheet and the tapering and everything, he says uh, – They've, they've been printing money for 14 years. They really haven't stopped. There's not been much of a stopping of the printing. He's like, uh, if, it, if, if you have to quantitative ease your way out of a problem, then, that, okay, yeah, you have an emergency. He's like, when do people understand that this is no longer an emergency? This is the way it is. And in his mind, and I, I kind of agree with some of this, he thinks that they'll, they'll, they'll be lucky to get the taper down to about $40 trillion in purchases, maybe, you know, maybe a little higher than that, and then things are going to be in such chaos that they're going to go back into – you know they're gonna have to fix it by printing, and uh, that that in, inflation is just gonna have to uh, be a part of normal life now. He's he compared it to uh, we're in negative interest rates if you uh, include uh, inflation into the uh, equation. 
Well, yeah, we got, by the way, E.B. Tucker's on our website today. So go to allamericangold.com. Uh, and he, he knows. Listen, a digital currency is coming. You know, we talked about the Venmo thing. Uh, that's coming here very, very quickly. There's no way out of this. Period. Listen, and I know all of you listen. I know you know this, but it's hard. Right? It's hard. I'll give you another great example. So when I got, got home, I had the local news on. And they were doing a an interview about the housing market, and they had uh, one of these guys who runs commercials at Infinitum uh, on our TV stations here in in Phoenix, talking about, oh no, yeah, no, housing they're going to continue to skyrocket, and and he's right, but not because of why you would think, you know, before housing price, go back to the housing bubble. Right, housing prices were going up every day. People were lining up in the desert. Uh, they were throwing up houses uh, as fast as they could. We don't have that today, Mm-mm. right? Right now, builders can't even finish homes. The cost of everything, lumber prices, back out of sight again, uh, and, and everything from labor. Uh, to the trucks that that comes on, to to the materials that are needed, all of this because they printed so much money. To Jason's point, they've been printing money almost nonstop now for almost two decades. And and again, inflation's coming, and interest rates are going a whole lot higher than anybody possibly could imagine. We're going to be right back. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour, Joe Jake with Jason Walker, uh, talking about the stock market. Let me give you an idea of how bad it is. And again, you're like, well, 500 points, that's not that bad. Right? We, we've had worse. It's not down 1,000. It, it, it's not down 2,000. And, and Jason and I, for at least the last several months, have been telling everybody, it's actually, the Wall Street was crashing, even though it was hitting all-time record highs. Uh, and now it's actually gotten significantly worse. Uh, we, we, haven't, we haven't seen it yet, but we're going to. And that's because certain stocks are making things look better than, than what they are. And right now, the bank stocks have been rallying because higher interest rates usually means uh, the, bank, the, the banks can make uh, more money. But here's the reality. It, just take the NASDAQ alone. Over half of all of the stocks on the NASDAQ are down 50% or more year over year. Over half of the NASDAQ stocks are down 50% or more year over year. Uh, finally today, a little warning, uh, from Jim Cramer. You know, we've been, we've been rallying, you know, Cramer, uh, Mr. Everyone needs to be vaccinated, all this other mumbo jumbo. I mean, he's a powerful guy. You gotta recognize the power. The damage that's happening in the markets is totally masked by the banks. Uh, the carnage is not being reflected the way it should be. 
The markets are absolutely treacherous right now. And, and Jason, this is something you've been talking about for a while. Yeah, that's that's right. You know, I, I saw, I think, Jim Cramer on Thursday. He, has, he, he almost looked like he uh, – <laughs> I don't think he did. I don't know if he did anything on Friday, but I, I saw the little piece he did where he just seemed, like, really befuddled and, like, unhappy. He was like, oh, I guess – I guess they want to do this, so I guess this is what we're going to have to deal with. He's like, oh, he could- right, so he was <laughs> reacting to the Federal Reserve, yeah. uh, the Fed minutes, where the Fed was like, hey, not only do we got to raise rates, we're going to try to get our balance sheet down. That li- Listen, I'm going to tell you right now. He looked depressed. They're absolute <laughs> idiots. Idiots. I hope they do it because it will just prove to everybody how dumb these bankers are uh, and and just like when Janet Yellen tried to do it, uh, re- remember the stock market started crashing, right? Remember the Dow got all the way back down to like eighteen thousand, and, and and we're like, man, if it breaks that number, look out below. And then of course they immediately went from tapering to back to quantitative easing, and I think we're going to see a replay. Right, Joe. And if you have inflation, and then you have a stock market that's just staying stable, that's that's not good for your stock market. And and if you have inflation and your stock market starts to go down like it's been, that shows you how really bad the stock market is. So it's it's at some point, Joe, I, I don't see this as being the hugest massive uh, crash as some of these guys do out there. I just see the, you know, sort of stagflation. And I, I see that, uh, you know, if you, if you got inflation uh, stabilizing, let's say, in the future at 5%, you know, and you got your you got your interest rates at like two percent. Well, that's negative three percent. That's negative three percent rates. That's uh, that's where we're at, Joe. We're, we're you know we, we you can't raise interest rates too high. All they can do is stabilize the markets through inflation, Joe. I think this is I think this is what they're going to be attempting to do is a higher state of inflation. They're going to try to rebalance the markets, and that'll be the game they play with a lot more printing of money in the future, Joe. Yeah, and I don't know that they can pull that off. You know how good they would have to be to do it? I don't think they can do it. I I, I just don't. These guys uh, know not what they do. I mean, think about they let inflation run wild for two years in a row. First by saying, oh, no, there's not going to be any inflation. Then by, oh, it's just transitory. Remember, they tried to convince themselves and all of us that Keeping rates at zero. Think about how long. Now, granted, there was COVID, but, you know, that was a year. But they've had rates at zero since the financial crisis. Yep. Their balance sheet went from $700 billion to whatever it is, right, $8.5 trillion during that same time period. The national debt. Went from what five or six trillion to thirty trillion during the same time period, and they wanted to be, see it's fine. We can just print all this money; nothing bad's ever going to happen. Right, Joe. Right. So, so what you had was zero percent interest rates, and you had their their happy little two percent inflation, which was just kind of like your negative two percent interest rates. So I think, Joe, that, that, and you're right. I don't think they may not be able to do it, to do it. But if you deflate the markets a little bit and give yourself some room. And you have interest rates, let's just say at two percent. Let's say they get them up there in the next two years, they're going to hike at a quarter point here, and a quarter point there. Give us, say, you get the interest rates at two and a half percent. If you have inflation, just let's just say people, well, this is just the new normal, six percent inflation. 
That'd be their happy little sp- space, Joe. Inflation would be their little savior so they can push the uh, kick the can down the road a little bit more. You know, we we've said it for a while that really the bulk of Wall Street's move this year was or last year was early. And yes, it did touch new all time highs at the end of the year, but barely. But Wall Street was up twenty percent last year. But when you really think about it, inflation took away most of that. Yep. And now for the first, think about it, for the first 10 days of this year, right, Wall Street's given, given back, you know, 3, 4, 5%. Let, let's just say Wall Street gives back last year's gains. Let's just, and I, I would consider that lucky. So over two-year period, let's say Wall Street did nothing. It was up 20, down 20, flat. But inflation's going to be running 10% a year. You're really down 20%. And the problem is, most people's portfolios aren't just Apple and Microsoft and Amazon. And it's a lot worse than that for most. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. 800-951-0592. U.S. $20 gold pieces right now, 2075 uh, gold pretty flat. Today. It's down two bucks, uh, seventeen ninety four, seventeen ninety five. Uh, silver flat as well, twenty two forty. Uh, like we said, the the Dow uh, down five hundred points. Uh, the Nasdaq down three hundred. The S and P's down seventy. Uh, get ready for more. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two credit. And this is the other gotcha moment that we're gonna have. November yeah. credit rose by the largest amount ever. Ever. <laughs> I saw ever. that, Joe. That's crazy. Credit cards jumped $20 billion. The largest amount ever. Auto and student loan debt jumped $20 billion. I think it was the second largest amount ever. For that one, combined $40 billion worth of debt. They're now saying that people making 90000 households earning 90000 or less, will have exhausted their financial cushion by February. Here's the problem for everybody. See, before they printed money like idiots... And this is what they've done. Idiots. It's absolute idiocracy what they've done. And they they got away with it for like 15 years. This would bring prices back in line. Consumers tapped out. They can't spend. Prices will will abate. That's not what's going to happen this time around. The supply chain problem has actually gotten worse, not better. Things are going to get even more expensive adjacent the average person out on the streets running out of money. Yeah, I mean, and, and let's face it, in 2020 and 2021 with uh, the COVID emergency, uh, there was a lot of free money being given to the people this time. You know, they didn't just give it to the banks like in 08. Uh, they started giving it to the people because, you know, this thing is 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 worse. And... Uh, there were savings account surpluses. You know, people had a lot of savings there for about a, about a year, Joe. Well, that's all gone. It went from a, a, a savings account boom to a, a credit boom where people are, are yep. tapping pa- out Paid their off their credit cards. You know, of course, they are not still don't have to pay their student loans. 
this this number was horrific. Uh, something where you, you just we just haven't seen uh, this type of, of expense being laid upon uh, the American consumer and and all of it being put on the credit card, if you will. Uh, does not bode well. And again, part of the reason why you're seeing Wall Street suffer is they know the game is up, interest rates are headed higher, Uh, the central bank wants to kind of throw a taper party in there with it. And again, we'll see. I don't know if that will come to fruition. Uh, But but again, a 10-year note, it's still only 1.8%. Even the Fed's lie about inflation. What was it, 7%? We're yielding 1.8. You're losing 5% of, over 5% of your money. And listen, we all know the real rate of inflation right now. Probably 15. If we're just ballparking it. Right? Uh, Used vehicles up 40%. Palm oil, what was it, up 400%. Lithium carbonate up 600%. Right? Food companies talking about raising prices 20% or more. Get your gold put away. 800 951 0592. $20 libs at 2075. 